bloody love. Fantasy football. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the I Bloody Love Fantasy Football podcast. Do we still love fantasy football after the week we had it? I'm Paddy Stapleton. And I'm Robbie Keane. And this week's episode is called Lights Camera Jackson after Nicholas Jackson threw off the donkey shackles and scored three identical goals. How's your week, Robbie? I don't know about throwing off the donkey shackles. He still look very donkeyish <laughs> to me. We'll talk about it later. There's people who had him in our league. How did anybody still have him? Yeah, well, you know, if you let your team from the start of the season and haven't looked at it since, possibly. You're probably still doing better than I am. So on tonight's episode, we will go through all the big talking points. Huge talking points. Uh, We will run through our mini leagues. We will preview the weeks come and we'll finish off with our famous trivia question. Right, Robbie, what's your knee-jerk reaction to the weekend? I was really annoyed because of my transfers. Okay. Now that's going to fit in my, my good, the bad and the ugly. But I wanted to straight away get Trippier back in. Okay, we'll come to that in a second. My knee-jerk reaction at the end of the weekend was, well, at least it's everyone and it's not just me. I actually did I did better than average. I did better than you by a big point. So for me, it was a semi-decent how, week. How many green hours? None, which I don't understand. You got 32 points. I had 32 points. I think yeah. I had 33 and yet you have loaded little points. you have a little green loaded little green hours and I have nothing. How how is this like I what? Th- it, it's the position in the league. No, so. I get all that, but it's just annoying. It is yes, I can understand it. Okay. Go to the bad and go What's your good? Green hours. Talk to me. What what where is your green hours coming from? I moved up, I'm into seventh in the human scale league. The the cash league? Yeah. Making a move. From eleventh. It's like, it's like, you know, the Grand National, you know, you get to kind of, you start to take your position now. And I can see the probably as defending champion of the human scale, leader, it's going to be lads panicking, looking <laughs> over the shoulder, seeing me sitting there. And, and tell me, is it people had two transfers? People had red cards? What is it? And then I was into, I'm into like, in the Twitter league, I'm up to fourth. In the other 100 euro league, I'm in, I'm up to fifth. How? You got 30. 30- I don't know, but I'm starting to make all the right moves. I'm in the Insta League, the one that I really care about now. I'm up to 12th, and more importantly, I've narrowed the gap on Mr. Brennan. <laughs> so right there, just looking at him, you know, I said the international break, I give it to him, so I've kind of had the So you're one of the few people who's actually happy with this game week? It's in a strange way, yeah. And, you know, it was... One of them, there was a flurry of activity. I was happy, I was not happy, I was mad, I was... Very, very peculiar. So my good was green arrows. Okay, my good was that my transfers, again, the week that it was, was such a bad week. My transfers really weirdly worked out themselves. The two things I was going to do was, I was going to get rid of Foden and bring in Shabazzle, because I'm kind of listening to you that you think he's going to be player of the season. The other one I was going to do, I was going to get rid of um, Udogi and bring in Simakas. And that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. So the teams were announced. Liverpool dropped him, I guess. I was like, oh, so annoyed. Then he came on and got a point. Then I saw the game on Monday. Udogi started. I was like, ah, you're joking me. Next thing he gets sent off in the first half. So I ended up making up three points that I would have lost if I had started Udogi. And Foden came off the bench, despite not starting, and scored. Yeah. So I did really well out of my transfers or not transfers. But I only actually cover, it's only telling me there that even when a player sent off, they still lose the points for continuing goals. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. 
So it was more than that that, that I gained. So it was a really weird, good week for my transfers. Well, that was my bad was my transfers because I was sitting there Saturday morning and again I did this. I had my team set out and the team was Trippier, Chimikas, Cash, Bowen, Salah, Son, Diaby, Gordon. No, Gordon on the bench, Watkins, Haaland, Archer. And I just thought, oh, but quarter to 11 says, I have to do something with this. And instead of just leaving it, because when you're in this, when I wasn't undecided. So I went and I brought in Anderson for Trippier. Yeah, which I have to say I wouldn't have advised, but hey, who am I to talk? And then I left Gordon on. I didn't want to have two Newcastle, but I wanted to have some Newcastle. And I got this feeling that Gordon was going to do something and I thought Arsenal would score. And then I left Archer on the bench. So when I seen Anderson, he was getting bonus points, ninth injury time, I was delighted. Lovely Anderson, he's getting seven, eight points. Brilliant. Great transfer, delight. Next thing, 94th minute, he gets booted. Loses his bonus points, he only gets five <laughs> points. Then I watch in horror as Trippier keeps a clean sheet. Gets a bonus, and I, 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 there is a flaw in the bonus point system. Okay. I went and did, sad as I am, I went and actually researched that and looked at the score and worked it out. It's flawed. They just give it to whoever they want. And then I'd Archer on the bench with nine points. Now Gordon, so... It was, Sorry, is this your bad or your ugly? It's a bit of both. Okay, because it yeah. sounds pretty ugly. It's... Yeah, but my bad was my transfer, and then the ugly was the switching around instead of just leaving things as they were. Okay, my bad was that I spent ages trying to figure out who to captain. I was tempted by Watkins, I was looking at Son, I was looking at Haaland, I was looking at transfers to see who I might put in. I had, as I said before, I was trying to look at a way to bring in Salah, but it's not happening. At the end of the day, it was just a waste of time because nobody's no, yeah. The highest player, I think the highest own player who actually scored was Bowen from West Ham. Yeah. Because um, Saturday, the first, the afternoon games, I was going great. Bowen was after scoring. Then Gordon scored. I had Anderson with a clean sheet and I thought, this isn't the worst game we can have. I'm having yeah. a decent. And then, what happened? And then my ugly is just basically watching over the weekend, not realising how bad it was for everybody and thinking, this is the worst week I'm ever going to have. But on the bright side, you looked up and it was like, okay, but that's the right. game is you have to, and that's why the, the, the safety net is there when you pick certain players that everyone has. Yeah, so I mean, when there's the game week that you have that. We got a couple of messages about Haaland being taken off at half time. I really didn't mind that because everybody had captained him, everybody yeah. had him, so you're not losing out on anything. If I had captained, I don't know, Son and he went off or got sent off in the first half, you know, everybody else has another player. As it turned out this week, didn't matter that many, did. Everybody no, blanked. Yeah. Have you ever seen a week like it? No. I can't ever remember a week. Where there's usually one of them that was 20 good. players you might expect to get something, not one of them got anything. Yeah, the only people who did well, you could have had Fernandez. If you're any good of a player, you don't have him anymore. Jackson, we spoke about. How would anybody have Jackson. Jackson? No, you couldn't. It was just ridiculous. But maybe someone had anyone called Palmer. A couple of people had called Palmer. Yeah, he's, he's there. Doku, we'd flagged him, but Pepper, like, you don't know what he was going to start. He didn't start midweek. Well, I've seen um, King of Captain. And he's, he's been King patient. King has him a while now, in fairness. He's been patient with him. Yeah. And uh, he is a player I love to get, but with Pep Roulette, and you know, he's he's a nice player to have. But you're chasing points as well. You're chasing points, yeah. yeah. Right, let's fly through the week. First up, a game that last week I warned everybody away from. 92nd, I think, minute winner from Bruno Fernandes. Clean yeah. sheets all across the back. I don't think anybody made much hay with this game. It was it was a nothing game, really. No. There was nothing to it. United got a couple of bad decisions, didn't they? They, they did. The goal should have been allowed. Like United have been 
And I'm a, I'm a fan. Oh no, I know. I, we I, come I, back to VAO with all the other games. I I I, I can see where it's misled. No. The oh, defender come went on, Robbie. Did you see the Man City goal? Oh yeah, no, but this is and the, you look at Man United, and it's an argument as to whether Maguire no, was in, and he was inches. And then you look at Man City. Your man's with three feet offside in the line of the keeper, and the goal is given, and you're going, what? There's no consistency. But what I did think was, you know, the defender, the full defender went with Maguire, whereas if Maguire's not there, the full defender stands up to block the cross coming in. I can see that argument. I didn't think it was the most controversial decision. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was a nailed on goal, and especially when you saw everything else going on over the weekend. Um, going forward, United are playing full. Uh, sorry, Luton next week. If you had it. Quick short term turnaround. Aaron Wambasaka is back. Maguire is there. Maguire and there's a few saying it now about yeah, four point two million. I don't know whether he's risen or not. I really, I really dislike Luton after the weekend. <laughs> the chance. We'll come back to that in a second. Mm. Um, we're recording this at halftime in the United Champions League game, and United are having a horror show after being cruising the two 0 up. So the basket case that is the life of Man United rolls on. Uh, let's move on. Uh, West Ham against Bradford. Again, in this game, you see the score 3-2. I wasn't keeping up with it. Mbumo gets an assist, but other than that, nothing. Bowen gets his goal, who Bowen I have. Goal. We both yeah, have. Bowen should have had another goal. Yeah, why? I didn't see he, it. He missed the setter. Um, bonus points went to Kudos. Kudos to him. Hey. Collins, uh, Mope finally got his goal. Yeah, Mope finally got his goal. I think a year and a bit since he got one. Um, any interest in any Brentford assets? No, their fixtures do change. At game week 14. So you're bringing in Boomer? I can't, can I? Colors <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Knees to the mast. <laughs> not bringing them in. Maybe that's how you're going wrong this week, Rob. You're not as flexible as you were last year. No. Listen, I was right about Madison. Let's come back and play a few people, isn't it? Now, see, there's Madison now. <laughs> okay, Burnley Crystal Palace. We already spoke about Anderson losing his, his bonus, bonus points. points Getting the yellow card. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who's sneakily doing okay this year? Is it? <laughs> no. And we've all we've been slagging him off. Jordan, Jordan Ayew. Yeah, he's not coming near my team and assist. No, I, I did look and I was thinking instead of Gordon now, as it happens, I'm glad I kept Gordon. No. It's uh Burnley's sixth first team ever to win all six home games. Is Vincent Company under pressure? Yes, definitely. It doesn't affect us, but uh, they're they're to be avoided. So there's a lot of these nothing games on Saturday, and you're not going to be bringing these players in because they're they're not the if short term, not for me. Yeah, case in point, Everton's goal scorer Michael Enkel. Nobody's going to bring him in. Matoma got the assist. Brighton or Everton won. Brighton won. Brantwick got booked. I still have him. Bit of a nothing game again. Ashley Young on goal to go up go with his red card last week. Yeah, not much happened in it, and they, I suppose Matomo and with Brighton's fixtures, he is he is a player to look at, isn't he? Yeah, um, Man City six, Bournemouth one. We already spoke about the goal. Big story here is Doku, as we said, Brian King kept him. Uh, if you, as I did, turned on a halftime, I saw three 0 I was like, right, maybe Haaland did something. Check my team, nothing. It's like, oh no, Alvarez must be after getting it. Nothing. I couldn't believe it. I was more glad that Alvarez did nothing. Yeah, because once and then for Haaland to be taken off at halftime. And then were they three 0 up at that stage? And you yeah. think what's gonna happen? Um Doku with the bonus, Bernardo, Ake. Um, I, I, I did look, I didn't have enough funds. If I was gonna bring anyone, it was Bernardo, I didn't have enough money. Like I wasn't taking a four point hit. But looking at it, it was a lucky escape for non Alvarez owners. Yeah. Because oh, you see six yeah. one, you expect the two lads to do it all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Sheffield United two Wolves one. You spoke last week about playing Archer. You didn't. No. And was I sick? Yeah. And he got the three bones as well. Yeah, to be expected. And then 
He Chan got his assist as well. Yep, He Chan. Yes. I cast doubts upon him, but I was wrong. He's still delivering, even without Neto. Then you had the Newcastle game, which was tight. Right, I'm going to talk a little bit. It's not fancy football, but and I have no hatred for Arsenal or Newcastle. Arteta is a dope, and the club of Arsenal are even worse. Did you see the statement? Yeah. What did they hope to achieve from that statement? I have no idea. We back our manager. Yeah. We, if I'm a referee and I read that club statement and I see what Arteta does, we talked about it on a couple of podcasts before. Un, un, uh, unconscious bias. Yeah. If they start getting a load of decisions against them, how would anybody be surprised? They came out and they said, like, you couldn't tell if the ball was over the line. I actually thought the referee, VAR, did his job in this one. It's one of these ones where VAR actually worked because it was there was nothing conclusive. It was one of the controversial. So when, I look, when I heard the Ferrari and I looked at him and I seen What is going on? There was no way they could have given offside because they, they, they did no starting point yeah. of the ball. But they're pushing it back, right? Possibly. Possibly. That's Clear and obvious. But then, but when you look at some of the decisions Arsenal got, like I think back to last season when the Saka goal was offside. Or Saka was in the offside position. When Brentford scored the goal where they forgot to turn on offside last yeah. year. Where was it their club statement then when it deserved one? Kai Havertz should have been sent off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just bananas. It's, and it's Bruno Ganeiro should have been sent off. Neither of these challenges are talked about. And he's coming out ranting and raving. In October, after the Liverpool Spurs game, well, well, listen, he came out and said, "We referees are going to make uh, mistakes. We have to respect them. And you're looking you hypocrite. Company's the same. Company the same with Burnley. He came out after Liverpool. Now, Klopp learned the hard way. Klopp, Liverpool got loads, but Klopp brought it on himself. Yeah. Because he was always ranting in the referee's ears. Yeah. You know, like, the only manager who ever got away with that because he was able for it. So, well, he was, he was, the, he, he, he ran the league. But you look back now, I mean, I'd say Pep Guardiola is looking at Arteta going, I'm sure, don't worry about it now, that chap's lost. Yeah. Like, come, well, to come out with that, show complete lack of control, blame the referees. The referees are already under pressure. It wasn't the worst decision of the game. And the, the referees, you have to remember, are all colleagues. So they stick up for Yeah, it. of course. It's, and you look at, but like there was the, you know, again, I don't mean to bring it back tonight, but it's the ones, the examples I know. There was a goal against Brighton where it was about exactly the same, but the United one wasn't called back because they couldn't tell where the ball was off. When Rashford crossed the ball, it was against Brighton. Uh, that, yeah. There's so many of these things, and you, they're completely different from one game to the other. It's lack of consistency. And it's so annoying because you can't enjoy games. No. You can't enjoy goals because you're waiting for something to go. So a score flashes up for me, and that's something about a way for the VAR. Yeah, exactly. VAR. Especially when you're not watching it. Yeah. Uh, you had your goal with Gordon. Joel Linton assist. We had. Uh, now, I'm going to talk about the, the bonus point system. Okay. Because... It's specifically to this game. Yeah. And I was surprised, I have to say, when I looked at this, oh, Gordon didn't get any. Right, because... The only goal in a 1-0 win. This, the, this is the scoring system for the bonus points. And it says it, this, and it goes by Opta. It, there's, there's quite a long list of it. But like, playing 1-60 to 60 minutes, playing over 60 minutes, you get 6 BPS. Midfielder scoring a goal, you get 18 points. So that's 24 points for Gordon, straight off the bat. Yeah, okay. he has 23. Yeah, now... Scoring the winning goal, right? You've got open play cross one point, creating a big chance for every two clearances blocked. Now for every three recoveries, key passes. There's all these different successful tackles. Gordon and three successful tackles. That's only like, twenty three bonus points. This it? is what I'm saying. Successful dribble, scoring a goal that wins the match. Three points. Right? If you get a yellow card, you get minus three. Okay, so that cancels that, that okay. out. So everything else you did in the game. There's very little else minus. Conceding the penalty, missing the penalty, none of that. Right, his yellow card was minus three. Um, he didn't miss any big chances. He didn't make any error that led to a goal. Um, he didn't make any errors in, in, in an attempt at a goal. So 
he only had 23 points. And this is the thing that gets me, right? At the end it says, net successful tackles is total of all successful tackles minus any unsuccessful tackles. Players will not be awarded negative BPS for this statistics. Data is supplied by Opta, and once it's been marked as final, will not be changed. We will not enter into the discussion around any of the statistics used to calculate this score for any individual match. I was already talking to Twitter about it. No, but no one talks about it because I think everyone knows. It's it's a nonsense. Trippier, what did Trippier do? Like, even if you look at, look at the BPS system, okay? So, playing over 60 minutes, six points. Yeah, he must have tackles. Keep, he must have key passes. He must keep, have had... Keeping a clean sheet, 12 points. But I looked at the stats. He didn't. Well, he did keep clean sheet. Yeah, but, but that's eight, 18 points. But he, he had a very quiet game for his usual standards. But should, there must be a, there must be a, a traceability and accountability for him. But there's not. And they've such a bad score. Like, I mean, how does Gordon not get? I just don't understand that. And how he only ends up at 23 when he should have been on 24. Okay. We might look into that. Very. And that's why I think, it, as a tactic now for fantasy football, there's certain players... Who are bonus point system maggots, and you need, and that's why I'm looking. Trippier. I should have, I should have realized that with Trippier. He, he does <laughs> Who else? Well, Harry Kane was one. Yeah. There is, um, but it's worth looking. There's a few that are. Well, that can be your mission for next week, just to find out the bonus points. Like, like Salah, Barry, unless he does something really, really off the charts, he still never gets bonus points. Yeah. There's just certain players and teams that that do get the bonus. I, don't, points. I think it's worth looking into. I might go on a on a on a Twitter following a bit it's, more. It more. definitely is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Arsenal slumping. Mind you, they've had three, well, I say something, they've had, last three, they've had Chelsea, Man City. They've had tough games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll wait and see what happens. They do change a little bit. I've Odegaard, who's been dropped, who's been injured for the last it's two just, games. There's no consistency. There's no player really jumping out. Like Saka, has he had any double-digit I don't think he's had a shot in the last three games. Or no, one shot in the last yeah, three he's, games, he's gone like very flat. Then your tip for the game with the most goals at the weekend, Forrest against Villa, 2-0. Oh, I didn't see that coming. No, we did say Villa weren't as good away from home. But from a from a fantasy point of view, Mangala, Aina, Toffolo. I don't even know who Toffolo is, I will confess. If that's bad, sorry. No, I, I don't know who he is. Um, he got all the bonus points. He got two assists. I doubt there's many own, own him, but worth looking at. Uh, Manny Cash taken off injured. Cash out was one of the suggestions for names. Douglas Weiss didn't do anything. No. Nope. Subsequently, he's, his yellow flag is off, so I think he is okay. Yeah. We'll know more Thursday night when he plays in Europe or if he plays in Europe. Yeah, because I was looking at my team and it was like yellow flag Haaland, yellow flag Cash. It was like, yeah, this is a mess. I have yellow yellow flag. But as it turns out, they've gone Haaland scored twice last night. Um, so it's it's not the end of the world. No. Then Sunday, one all. I had flagged that Luton might do something small, little ground. You said, no, Liverpool going to win. Bit of a mad game. Yeah, Darwin doing what Darwin does. Yeah, missing a sitter. That's how you're glad you didn't have him on Sunday. Yes, and that's what the, he's going to be one of these players that will frustrate you. He could haul, but he's going to frustrate you. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, actually Watkins is starting to be that type of player for me. That if I don't have him, he'll score. When I do have him, he never does happen for me. Get rid of him. No, I'll keep him. The weird one about this, I was watching the second half with my wife, and I was telling her the story about Luis Diaz. She was like, "What the hell is he doing playing?" There's a few people saying that. For security reasons, he's been advised to stay in England. I know, and I get that. But to be in the frame of mind, you're like, your father has been kidnapped. You don't know what's going on. Your mother's been released. I Fair play to him. Yeah. And like maybe he's doing it to raise awareness and to get them out or something. I don't know. It's, some people, it's just to take your mind off it. Like, it you need and to. I understand that. But when I was looking at it going, 
fair play to him coming on scoring. I just I just didn't understand how he was able but to do the, it. The thing with this, I've often heard people say, right, you know if you go through a bad experience in life, you yeah. go for a run or you do something to take your mind off it. That's it. You exercise. You do... Yeah, but I suppose the pressure of whatever it was, how big is it around 10 or 12,000 people? Mm. Live game on Sky Sports. You know when full well everybody is thinking, what the hell are you doing playing? Yeah. I, like, I don't know whether to admire him or... Well, I, well, I feel Klopp, sorry for him, Klopp, obviously. Klopp left the decision to him and I he saw said that. he wanted to play. He came on and he scored and he showed up the Luton fans who I really hope to go down. I, I agree with you. This shouldn't be happening. And it, I, it, it's alien to me as an Irish person who goes to matches for the crack that you would... It never seems to be enough for English football fans to win. They have to see the other team lose. And do you know what I found? Humiliate. Do you know what I found out, actually? Do you know the Scouser was originally used as an insult to Irish people who moved to Liverpool huh. after the famine and they used to scrounge for food and they were called scouts. And then that's where it kind of came from. Yeah. And they probably owned it the way the black they, community was, owned the N-word. So they decided, you know what, I'm not going to, we're not going to, this isn't going to be an insult. Then, bad sign, Alison Becker getting all three bonus points. Not a good sign when your keeper is getting no. against Luton. Second worst team in the league. Uh, and then the maddest game of the week, of the season, of the decade... Spurs won Chelsea that's, four. Was just. Did you watch it? I didn't. I seen a bit of the second half, and I was like, "What are you doing, Angie?" This is the thing. I'm what glad you, you said that. Doing? We haven't talked about this before. If that was Ten Hag, I went nine men. He was playing a line across what the centre. Like, what is he doing? And the whole, the whole narrative is he's great and he's trying to play his way. No, it was dumb. And I love Ange. But do, but do you know what I think was... I think it took Chelsea so long to figure it out because I actually thought they didn't believe it was this easy. It's like it's like a trick there. No, it can't be that easy. But what would they think? Like, they weren't thinking. And he said, oh, you know, if we're playing with nine men or 11 men, that's the way... No! no the three not. goals you conceded to lose this game were all oh, the exact same. Knock it over the top. And they should have conceded before that. Oh, my God. And, but, but and Nicholas time. Jackson is scoring a hat-trick against you. You know you're doing but something wrong. it took wrong. so long to figure it out. To, like, hold your run. Knock it over the top. It, it was it was some watch. It was very entertaining. It was crazy. And as from a fancy football perspective, considering I only had son, yeah. seeing Madsen going off, seeing the doggy, <laughs> Paro, it was like, this is brilliant. That's why I got green arrows. Because yeah. all these people who are waiting on their Spurs assets started getting negative points I'm it the was, same as you I only had son it was and very funny it doesn't look good for Spurs going forward with the injuries and the suspensions they have from a Chelsea point of view I don't think you can take anything from this game and what's mad about it is Udogi could have gone before the second yellow card yeah. Por- or not Poro uh, Romero could have gone before it it was like nuts like and Romero is Romero back to form after us saying many you, you had I think start. he went six games without even committing a foul and yeah. now he's back to form it was a mad game but when I saw the way they were defending. I don't know about football. Obviously, Ange Postacoglu knows a million times more than I ever will. But I, you're uh, looking at it going, I will say you I was, have a chance to get a point here. I will say it was, at least I, I thought there seemed to be a bit of consistency sending off Romero because it was very similar to the Curtis Jones incident. Oh yeah, he true. Got it, so at least they, they seem to be following through on that, you know. Uh, right. It's just a bizarre game. Let's go to our mini leagues. So first up, let's look at our Insta and Twitter League Managers of the Month. So for the month of October, which obviously ended last week, we have Is Your Motherwell, Colin Green with 228. Farrell's Flyer, Susan Farrell, uh, who was pretty down near the bottom. She was down near me for a while just after flying up. Michael Brennan, Nunc S. Bibendum, up to third for the month. 
Drunken Wanderers, Craig Regan, All the King's Men, Brian King, dropped a little bit on the monthlies, but he's consistent, Mr. Consistent. Badger Ankles, Rosie's Redemption, and they're in eighth for the month to Hannon back again. Uh, don't worry, I'm making moves. Batch Ditch Crazy, number nine. I bloody love fancy football, number ten. Um, that's We've had a different leader every every month. The Twitter one, um, Farrell's Flyers, uh, were managing on 225 points. Then Seamus Murphy, Big Dunks, Pigeons. What the Van Heck, Paul Lavin was third. Rosie's Redemption, fourth. I'm in fifth for the month. Um, then Robbie's Keane, Brian O'Neill was in sixth. In Kunku Clock, seventh. Victor Moses Grass was eighth. Slots was nine. And Buffy's Babes, to put down Bedford, was tenth. Very good. Then for the monthly, uh, Ben Brackville, or sorry, for the overall league, Ben Bracknell is still top three weeks running. He followed by Brian King, all the King's men, only eight points behind. Robbie's Keane, Brian O'Neill, who doesn't like fancy football because he's playing NFL in third. A squad of chums, Alan Hickey, who's also an NFL man in fourth. Our first one doing a rock, Kenny 11, Colin Mungie in f- joint fourth. David the Unstoppables, Is Your Mother Well? Nink Ispabindam in eighth. I Am Legend ninth. Drunken Marvel is tenth. You are in twelfth. And I am, takes me a long time to scroll down, fourth from bottom in 41st. Is the Shark still top? No. He's in second. Uh, Brian O'Neill is top. <laughs> Good man, Brian. Brian O'Neill. Then Andy Ward is in second. Uh, <laughs> Dave Carroll, the Constables in third. I'm up to fourth. To get in there. Creeping, Slowly but surely. Creeping. creeping. Um, we have a new league. After our uh, bit of trash talk last week, I listened to the We Are Mead podcast and the lads, uh, the lads gave us a bit of stick. So I've set up We Are Mead versus I Bloody Love Fancy Football League. So uh, you are second... Mickey is first, David is third, and I'm fourth. So we'll keep an eye on that as it goes on. Um, I really, really need you to up your game and beat the two lads. That's just yeah. going to happen. They That's... said on their podcast that uh, we used to be good, but then we started the podcast and the pressure was too much, and then we're crap. So, yeah, <laughs> let's it's, get going. It's October. <laughs> it's, sorry, it's November. It's November. <laughs> like, let's see not, what happens. Not, not even worried. I only started looking at leagues two weeks ago. How is your team looking for next week? My team at the minute, I'm like Anderson at home to Everton, Cash uh, home to Fulham, Timacast. See, I don't know if Timacast is going to start. Now, there's part of me that thinks now, just leave my pride at the door, admit my mistake, and whip Timacast out and Spring trip, trip back in. straight back in. It's it's one of them things, but I, like, I have to wait up and just look at it with a, no emotion and just think, is it a better move for my team? And if I did that, it's kind of, it would be like losing a transfer, but, but it's the equivalent of just bringing Anderson in for Timigas. Yeah. That's that's where I'm looking at because you want players who are certain to start. I was happy enough with my team last week. Like, like I don't need radical surgery anywhere else. Um, as I said, I want guaranteed players. Well, I've, I have to get, I'll, depending on what way Odegaard is, I suppose. I don't know how, whether he started tonight or not. Gusto isn't getting a game anymore. Uh, Foster is injured. So I have a bit of, I can make a few moves, but we'll see how it is after the European. It's very difficult when you're recording on a Wednesday and the European Cup games are still going on. Yeah, you still have a decision to make. Yeah, no, I I did like the look of Livermore. Like, I still think the outlay on Trippier, I don't know if I'm going to need Arsenal players back in. Livermore looks interesting. Looks very interesting at 4.3 million. So... Because he played. He, Trippier went left, or switched wings, and Livermore went in... That's at the weekend, then in a European game, he played on the wing. Is that right? Played in the wing, out in the right chair. So that is interesting to see what's going to happen there with him. Okay. 
Right, let's run through the games. Uh, no Friday game this week, but some big games. Wolves against Spurs. I'm happy we have Son and nobody else. Yeah, same there's as. No, there's no one else to pick, is there? Well, you see, it's an interesting one. The, the, the international break is next week. Yeah. So if you're looking at the likes, if you're Spurs and you have a couple of injuries, say Madison has a little niggle, will they say, do you know what, we won't play him to give him the extra week to recover. Yeah. If we don't play him, he'll miss the international break. We'll get him back after two weeks. You could have the same with Haaland. I know Haaland played last night, but magically could his little niggle, niggly injury right back on Saturday. City don't need to play him. Any word on what, what's... what's don't know. You see, again, Spurs, you won't know until the weekend because there's no European games. At least with the bigger teams, you do. Like Odegaard there tonight isn't playing. Um, move him out. Uh, the likes of Haaland did play last night. You have a way of getting information on all these people. I'm like you, though. I'm happy enough with Spurs. Um, you have Mickey van der Ven gone. Possibly you have Romero injured, or sorry, suspended. Udogi no, suspended. Richarlison is gone. See, you don't want a Spurs defender now because the defence is... Decimated, yeah. I'm just happy to have Son because he's a, he's a hold for me. Yeah. Son. So with that game there, I'm happy to have Son. I'm not bringing any Woods players in. The Arsenal-Burnley game now. This Three o'clock on Saturday. Again, I've sat through a couple of Arsenal games now with um, panic stations. Saka. With Saka. And, but again, I'm just not feeling Arsenal at the minute. I don't know. They're doing well against the smaller team. I mean, they smash Sheffield United. Burnley yeah. are a little bit above them, but it wouldn't be surprising me if they smash them again. But who do you pick? I mean, Trossard scored tonight in Europe. Havertz, you're never picking Havertz. Odegaard probably won't start. Saka is on a bit of a downward slope. And Ketia against Burnley could be a great shout. Because he does it against the small teams. Yeah, he I, I, as a one one week hit like to just go for Enkadia. Yeah, and then if you, like who have they after that? Oh, they have a nice one. Arsenal have a nice one. So how long is Jesus out for? I don't know. I don't know. But he's could be starting ahead of him if he keeps going banging in the goals. He'd be starting without him. Uh, Crystal Palace Everton to me has nil all written all over. I'm, now that's the other thing. I'm, like I did. It wasn't just one game because I was bringing Anderson in. Yeah. And he's another player, if he does keep a clean sheet, I do tend to give him bonus points. If I was shifting somebody on your team, it'd be Timicus. Because yeah. there's no guarantees on where Anderson's going to start. Well, I'm looking at my team and like even my front seven, I like it. Cash, he's he's not yellow flag now, so I have to presume he's okay. I have Anderson, who I like, so it's Timicus I need to move out. The only thing is, I'm actually 0.1 million short. Oh, no. And that was the hit I would have taken. So Keeper? Mm, no, I, 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 I have to take two. That'd be a hit and a minus four, so... I might have to look at a different defender. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Maguire. There's plenty of options. We'll come to him in a second. Uh, actually, we'll come to him now. Man United against Luton. On paper. Well, Luton. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to confess, Rob. I was looking at this and I was considering United players. After telling people to dump them. After telling people to get rid of them. But uh, no, there's this perception now that Luton are... Luton are the team they were at the start of the season. No, they're slightly better. Yeah. But away from home at Old Trafford. But United don't score that many goals. No, I know. But I mean, you're looking at... Now, if you're going to get on there, it might be United defender. Adalo, Juan Bissaka. Yeah. But then Fernandes. And I, everything, everything I'm thinking is saying, shut up. I've already got to get rid of. There's a natural spot there. But that's a natural spot. And it, 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 that's a punt of a fixture. It's definitely worth, worth taking a chance on. Yeah, I don't know. It's It plays up my mind, the United thing, because I know I want them to win. They're away to Everton the following week. They have Newcastle the week after. Is it a long-term strategy bringing them in? They have Chelsea the week after. I don't know. Kabore did well last week, one of the highest-scoring defenders. Yeah. The Irish player, Ogbeni, looked really good. But again, I'd 
wouldn't be looking at Luton unless they're at home and even at that no, I wouldn't be looking at them. No, you're not looking at them. This is the, the halfway born with Newcastle game. It just has Trippier clean sheet written all over it. It does, and assists. Yeah, it's one of them. I, like, obviously, Gordon is going to start for them. Um, it's just the way... Like, what I could do, I'm looking here, I could do Matoma for Diaby and uh, Trippier in for... Take your four points. Take but four then, points. look at the next fixture, Robbie. Astorville against Fulham. Do you want to get rid of Diaby? Cash? Um, Watkins? I know. Like that has like Aston Villa score goals at home and this game yeah. has goals written all over it. Now Fulham have tightened up a little bit, but Yeah, but then you look Brighton at home to Sheffield's right. You've got Matoma there. Yeah, but I mean if I was taking a punt on someone hauling, I'd be more likely to think Diaby Watkins than Matoma Ferguson. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um Sheffield United, first win of the season, they could kick on. Brighton are, are not as good as we all thought they were. They concede. No, they're not as good. You know. No, I think there was this first five games, the hat-trick against Newcastle for Ferguson. I was like, wow, Brighton are brilliant. Deserve is going to be a new Man City manager. And they've kind of come back to Earth with a bit of a bang. Yeah. Uh, I imagine your captaincy is in the next one, Liverpool-Brentford. Going to bring in Mbomo and cat- captain him. It's the <laughs> obvious one, isn't it? Salah. But if Liverpool at Anfield, yeah, like he can't not. Like He doesn't go two games without scoring or doing something. No. Even though he didn't look great against Luton. He looked fairly isolated. Yeah, but that's you see, I, I wouldn't read too much into that. Those little grounds, they do it's like an epic up game where the yeah. the big team comes, they don't win out of the scrape one another win. You guys were just unlucky that Nunes was off. Um West Ham Forest. I'm liking Bowman in this picture. So am I, but Forest aren't the like Forest are very hot and cold. Like nobody would have predicted Forest to beat Villa. No. They would have expected Villa maybe a one 0 win or a two one or something. But for Forest to go out and beat them two 0 and beat them well. Oh, beat them well. I just couldn't believe how bad Villa were. Yeah. It was very strange, but I'm delighted. I'm happy to have... Again, Ariola needs to start doing something for me. I'm going to have to go with him. He... Bit of flat. See, again, they're on a downward slope. They're still scoring, so Bowen's still chipping in, chipping away. But they're just not doing it at the back. No, not at the back. Um, Chelsea, Man City. Sunday, half four. How would you expect it to go? Oh, I think City have way too much for Chelsea. Like Chelsea aren't great. I know they beat Spurs, but I, you can't take that no, with Chelsea. That, like Spurs self imploded. It, it was actually funny. A friend of mine texted me. Spurs are back to being Spurs again. <laughs> Spurs were the last undefeated team in the league. Oh, it's, <laughs> and they were playing great. So should have been two nil up. They were, and then, and Spurs just got to Spurs. Spurs, Spurs, you like? What can we do to mess this up? It, it just doesn't surprise me. Like. So and, will will Salah be your captain? Uh, yeah. I'm looking at Watkins. But then Haaland away from home against the Chelsea poor Chelsea defence. And Chelsea and like you Haaland away from home with Chelsea, he scored two goals. Exactly. And uh I've gone against Haaland before and paid for big time, so I don't know. I, I keep an eye on it because I see what way they kind of it's looking who the more, most popular captain pick is. At the minute it's on Salah, but that could change. Is it? They know the the captain. Oh your captain's already as I said, the most captain. Uh I put a shout out on Instagram this morning. After the game week from hell, we're recording this week's episode tonight, and I asked people for a bit of feedback. A few people got in touch. Uh, Davy Rispin, Pep inevitably taking hand off at halftime when they are cruising at home to someone crap with angry faces. Again, didn't mind it as much. Affected everybody. It, see, that, that's the thing with Hal. It, yeah. it, it, like, It'd be a better game if he wasn't in it. It would, because it just mitigates. Like, you have to play safe like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Carolyn. Fourth highest point scorer of the league and still on the bottom step. Arg! In fairness, this week there was so little between everybody that it was very hard not to 
It was very hard to make any moves. Eddie's a long-term player. He'll uh, he'll come good. Um, keep the faith, Eddie. Brian O'Neill, is Doku worth jumping on or are you just chasing points? Is he a flash in the pan? That's the big question, isn't it? I think he's... Brian O'Neill, who, by the way, is head of our Twitter league and an NFL fan. Very well priced. What is his price? Is he 6.5? look. I do like Bernardo's price as well. Bernardo not as likely to hold, though. He'll have his bits, but... No, but he does He does chip in. And he's he's he gets serious minutes in a Pep Guardiola thing. Yeah, Pep loves him. Rodrigo was rested during the week. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Doku is 6.6. Can off, yeah. And he's played very little and he's the highest, second highest scorer after Foden. Yeah, if I was asking your question, Barry, Brian, I think... <laughs> can't believe it, I'm going to call you Barry. Uh, I would say he's not a flash in the pan. I think he's worthwhile. Whether or not he'll start every game with Pepperlet, who knows. Bernardo, 6.3. Yeah. He's, he's a nice voice as well. Then Brian Neal got back with another one. Uh, Henry or Smith to replace Goddard now that he's back in IR and won't be back until the playoffs. That's some kind of crazy NFL mumbo jumbo that I don't understand. Okay. Uh, if you can get Henry to replace someone, there's no way Henry hasn't been drafted yet. I know a little bit about NFL. So if you can get Henry to replace him, Brian, you go for it. Uh, Ray McNally, our Germany friend, Arteta, and over and out. Laughy faces. I don't think he's over and out. I think he'll be there for quite a while, but uh, he made an absolute ribbon of himself. He didn't. He did. He he just like. And it seemed like he was doing it on purpose. Like he was over exaggerating how annoyed. Like I am sick. I am sick. It's too important. You can't play the game without referees, Mikel Arteta. Yeah, I don't see the upside from. I don't see what the positive what he gets out of it. Yep, Mickey B eleven. Oh, Mickey, that is just a blip week for all the top FPL players, right? And then three shock faces. Well, no, it's a standard week for me, but for all the normal ones, Robbie. I, th- I think he actually means the, the football players as in none of them score. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's probably right. Uh, so, yeah. Now, the only thing is, I hope that, that that could put a lot of people off and they go, oh, I'll rubbish score, I'm not playing this anymore. You don't want that. You want people to no. stay involved. Oh, you do, of course, yeah. Then he put in another one. He spent the weekend frantically checking my score and Robbie's score after every score update. It's not good for the heart. No, so he's taking his rivalry seriously as well. That's that's standard for the last few years, Mickey. That's that's the game. And then last was Will Murphy, who had a, a name suggestion. The Jackson, and in brackets, should have had five. The Jackson five. Oh. So that was quite good. He should have had um, five as well. It did annoy me to name this episode after Jackson because he's such a donkey. Yeah, but we're not going to get another chance to name one after. <laughs> Probably. He's going to do the same now on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we never run through the weekly, actually, because we do... Let me see... On the Insta Weekly League, we have one player who, if you had told me that I would be jealous of a 54-point score, uh, I would have laughed at you. Sorry, 56. So Willie's Wanderers, Jackson, Foden, Trippier, Kabore, and that's pretty much where, and Bowen, that's where his points came from. He finished the week a whopping 12 points ahead of Gaz Hopper's FC Gary Lynch. Like 50, 12 points in the week that this week was is huge. That's, huge. That's like finished 30 points ahead in the normal week. Yeah. Um, because he somehow has Jackson still. Uh, well, if you wanted the, the week to hold Jackson, this is the week you wanted him to come good. But why would you have held him? Because... Like, I'm sorry, Willie. Like, I'm delighted for you in your score, but how did you still have him? Unless, yeah. like me, in the first five weeks, I held him because I had no bloody injuries. Or I had so many injuries. Nothing really else. There's only about 10 points between most of the rest of the league. Who has bought him? Add your ankles, Colin McHale, who's nearly the top of the Twitter league. He's only 15 points. A good week to have a bad week, Colin, if you know what I mean. You it's had... It's too much ground. Udogi, minus four points. No keeper. Cash, no points. Sun, two. 
Uh, only he had one player that scored more than two points. That was Gordon. Fifteen points. Archer on the bench with nine. Same as yourself. Uh, so how are you feeling, Robbie? After November one week before game week, before next international break. Yeah, I'm happy with how it's been going since my like at a horrendous start, and since that horrendous start, looking at the leagues, like like I I will say I don't know if the, lad, the lads that hundred euro league that I'm, I'm entering. The first few weeks of that, I was like rooted to the bottom, and I'd say I, I just felt like in the group they were laughing, "Who's this new guy?" I have a new WhatsApp group. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say they were laughing, going, "Who's this new guy? He's absolutely rubbish." You know, we take this seriously. He comes in, and I, I did feel like this is horrendous. I'm making a fool of myself, <laughs> and I'm up to fifth in that league now. I'm making progress, so I'm tracking quite nicely. But I just, just, I just do regret the start. But listen, there's, it, it, I, I haven't panicked too much yet, and I'm starting to kind of. Hold me on a bit more. I'm going to start taking a few risks. I think I've nothing to lose. You, you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah, I'm way down. Why not take a few chances? There's one thing I've been doing this year, and I don't normally do it. And every week I'm overanalyzing it and looking too much of transfers. And that's you know the way when you're about to play a wildcard, who you could have had, who you had this. And I'm doing that a bit more, and it's kind of annoying me because I'm thinking, oh, I should have done this, or I could have done this. Whereas. I, I, I feel as if I should be doing something each week, whereas a lot of time you don't. Just leave your team. Just leave your team, yeah. You did it in your wildcard. You planned ahead. Let it settle. Like, I made that mistake last week with Trippier. And the week before, what Well, I was convinced Arsenal were going to score. I still, if I was doing it again, I was convinced Arsenal were going to score against Newcastle. Yeah, I would have thought so as well. Um, our trivia question this week. Uh, last week's question was, what player has scored the most Premier League goals without scoring a single penalty? Uh, with 149 goals, the answer was... Les Ferdinand. Les Ferdinand. Ray McNally got in touch. He got the answer. I'm sure he didn't Google. I put it into a few WhatsApp groups as well. It took a while to whittle down the players, but people got there eventually. Um, some record, 149 goals at a single penalty. Um, this week's question. Everybody was a loser in FPL this week. I don't think anybody is happy apart from maybe our 54-point leader. What player has lost the most games in the Premier League history? So in every season, added all together, what player has lost the most games? It's quite tough, so I'm going to give a bonus question as well. What current Premier League player has lost the most games? What player has lost the most overall? And what player has lost the most who is still playing? Get in touch. Instagram us. Tweet us. Let us know your answer. If you've any thoughts on the pod, let us know. Send the link to one of your friends. You must be in WhatsApp groups. Get people involved, lads. This is a decent podcast. I'm terrible. You'd be better than me. You can get an arrival with Robbie. It's a bit of fun. Get involved. Yeah. What's your plan for the weekend, Robbie? And watch football. Really? I'm going to watch football and some good games and hopefully, you know, get that week where everything goes right and I have a big haul and get a few differentials and make a big dent into the, them leaders. And little green arrows. More green arrows. That's always the main objective, just green arrows. But my wife is out on Friday, so I'll have time to do my team. Then Saturday, I'm not doing anything. I had a big weekend eating and drinking last week. So this weekend is just chilling out. I'm going to bring some turf uh, home on Sunday. And that's pretty much it. Watch a few games. Yeah. yeah. So that's us for this week. Thanks uh, for listening, folks. Have a good week and we will chat to you next, next week. week.